Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Do you go live and have very few people tuning in? I know this can be a very daunting thing to have happen when you're live streaming. And so on this episode, episode 92 of the Launch Your Live show, Marco Novo and myself, Christian Karasevich, we're going to be sharing eight ways to build an engaged live stream audience, even if you have zero subscribers. So I'm going to come on and say a quick hello. How are we doing, everyone? If you are watching, you can always go over to launcher.live slash EP92 if you want to go and watch us on Amazon Live. So we're going to be talking about this. We're going to be talking about some products as well. Uh, Marco, I think, has some of those items ready for us to bring up on screen. Um, in addition to that, though, by the way, so it's super important to have an audience when you're live streaming. Now, we know that, you know, some people don't start and have that engaged audience, but at the same time, you know, it is something you need to be working towards. And here's the thing. The reason why is because obviously the more people that you get to tune into your live streams, it's going to boost your confidence. By the way, we talked about confidence on the last episode at launch.live slash EP91. But so it's going to help boost your confidence. And the other thing that's also super important is it's going to actually make it not to say your efforts aren't worth it. It's going to help make things a lot better, be a lot more smooth when you have an engaged audience. So uh, if you're watching, for example, do us a favor, just put something in the comments. Uh, let us know, you know, where you're tuning in from. But I'm going to go and bring on Marco and we're going to kick things off because we've got a lot of, of topics we want to talk about today on episode 92 of the Launch Your Live show. So, Marco, it is great to see you yet again. How you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing good. Doing good. Almost night here. <laughs> yes. 7.25 p.m. <laughs> it is. Yeah, so it is a little late. Yes. Thanks for him. So yes. I got a I got a question for everyone who's watching. Um, and Marco, you can weigh in on this as well. So how large is your live stream audience? So do you have a lot of people that tune into your live streams, Marco? What, how do you? Depends, depends on the platform. For instance, here on Amazon Live, usually I get good audiences. Okay, okay. And on the other, not not that many because the algorithms, uh, they, they are killing us. <laughs> they, are, they are killing, uh, I think they are killing almost all that kind of corporate or more uh, business oriented content. So that's, that's the thing as well. Yeah, that's a, a great point. Yeah. So, so why is it important to have, let's, let's start off first. Um, so obviously, you know, you've said that, okay, so Amazon live is where you tend to get, you know, you tend to get people to tune in. The great thing about Amazon, by the way, is that you're going to get people to tune in that are not actually like even connect, not, they're not in your circle. So they're people who you don't even know which is pretty awesome. Basically, um, if you have a warm audience, it's much easier to, you know, again, it's not always about sales, but if you have a warm audience, so like you're going to be talking about a specific, like, for example, we're talking about tech and gear. Usually I know, for example, right now that we've got, uh, we've got our friend, uh, coffee talking tech over on the YouTube channel. He's tuning in, for example, and Hello. I know he's going <laughs> to tune in because he loves 
tech and gadgets just like I do. But the great thing about Amazon, you know, here's the thing. So we know we've got a, a built-in audience over on YouTube. Amazon, though, they automatically bring some of that audience for you. And you don't actually have to be like trying to fish in the right pond. You're at least in the vicinity with Amazon, meaning you're on Amazon and you're at least in the right place. You're where people are going to be shopping. <laughs> and so, for example, as we're talking about things like, for example, we're talking about like MacBook Pros and microphones and things like that. We know that our audience is going to very likely be interested in that gear, that equipment. So the great thing about Amazon is Amazon's going to recommend us to them as we're kind of talking about that. However, if we're talking about outside of Amazon and we're talking about social platforms, as Marcos mentioned, there's a lot of times where people are on Amazon or sorry, on their social platforms. They don't have anybody tuning in. So, you know, it's, it's hard because everybody wants that little small sliver of attention. So excellent points there, Marco from you on that. So, um, what I want to do is I want to get to the meat of today's topic, and that's obviously how people can go about building that engaged audience. So, Marco, let's start off with this. Like, what does community mean to you? Well, the community, it's that amount of people which follow us, which uh, get help from us, and also they provide this feedback which helps us to improve, to serve them better, and ultimately they will become our customers. They will keep buying from us. They will recommend us to others, and also they will keep uh, giving us the right feedback to improve, to give better uh, services, products, content, and everything. So this is something... Uh, that we should have in mind. It's building uh, people, a community, which will help each other. This is a, a win-win <laughs> relationship. It is, yes. And so community is key. So if you get a community, here's how that helps. So let's just think, let's talk about it real quick from a, I'll give you an example of like a celebrity or a sports star. So if you're a celebrity, for example, when you if you've already you've already got the built in audience because people see your movies, they see your uh, TV shows, they listen to your music, all that sort of stuff. So when they do something, for example, when they tweet something out or, you know, um, they're doing a movie promotion, for example, that helps them stay top of mind with people. Right. So they're they're almost if you kind of think about it, it's like a, a pyramid, like you want to get to the top. And then the more you get to the top, the more the chances are you have to reach more people underneath you. And so if you're a celebrity, you know, you do some action and that you already got that built in community. So that means that when you do anything, whether it is go out in the public, promote a new movie, uh, talk about a product, you're going to chances are you're going to see some sales. And the same thing happens for sports stars. You know, they're again, they're in the public eye. However, for a lot of people, they're not in the public eye. And so they're starting, they're starting from the opposite, which is, you know, they're going from like that sea of many people trying to go down to like, how do I actually flip this around to where I'm on the top and reaching more people? And that's where building a community is super, super, super important. So obviously, I mean, super important to build a community. Um, again, it's, it's even more important for a live streamer because as I mentioned, it helps build confidence, but it also helps you validate your efforts. So for example, if you're not getting a lot of people to tune in, it, it can actually, you know, it can it can actually hurt your confidence 
Because then you question, well, you know, you start questioning, am I worth it? Is the content I'm talking about worth it? Even though it could be really good content. And the thing is, you're essentially in an empty auditorium where no one's there watching. So, Marco, let's talk about, then let's do this. Let's talk about some ways to build an engaged live stream audience. So, number one is to find your niche. And can you kind of tell people, like, what does that mean? The niche, it's the, the that uh, small piece of land where uh, there's the people that you may be able to help better. Okay. 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 They are not that huge as a, a big amount of people. They, they and, and you should have this in mind if yep. you want to talk about business. You don't have to try to embrace everyone. Okay. Okay. Just find that tiny uh, quantity of people, which may be the right people for you to help with your knowledge, with your expertise, with your difference as yeah. well, because this is also important when we talk. But hopefully you will serve their, them as so good that they won't find the, the same uh, service, the same experience any, anywhere else. Mm -hmm. Okay. And also, and this is good, have in mind that these people may be connected to a similar people that you can reach at that moment and they can bring that people to you. So have this in mind and don't try to embrace. What I like to say is when you try, try to please everyone, you won't please anyone. So uh, have this in mind because we, if you want to please uh, people, you have to find a small number of people, not a huge number of, pe of people. Absolutely. And it's very true. And so basically the riches are in the niches. And, you know, and what we mean by that is, and, and this is the biggest mistake that I think most people make, I think, Marco, when they're trying to build an engaged audience is they're trying to reach everyone. And the key thing is you're not an apple, for example. You know, yep. like we're this small player. You're not, you're not an Apple and you're not a, you know, an Apple and Intel. Um, you know, you could look at like a clothing manufacturer, like you're not a Victoria's secret, for example, like you're none of those companies. And so the key thing is the riches are in the niches in the sense that instead of even, I even use the coffee shop analogy. If you're thinking about like, Oh, I want to be this, like, I want to be Starbucks. Starbucks has, how do they get that big? They have staff, they have scaled the business. And for the most part, we're still, you know, we're still like super, super, super small to where what we need to do is we need to focus on serving just that small group of customers, sorry, that small audience. So for example, it's great. Like we could try to reach a hundred thousand people, but then, okay, can you actually support a hundred thousand people if you did get a hundred thousand customers at once? You know, what you need to do is you need to focus on focusing on the right customers instead of saying, I want to get it. I want to go after everyone, because the thing is, when you go after everyone or you try to target everyone, as you mentioned, you don't reach anyone. And so it's why, like, you want to be very concrete with what, you know, what's your who's your audience? You know, for example, if you said, like, I'll use a sports analogy, if you want to reach uh, if somebody said, hey, I want to talk about sports. Well, there's like tons of sports that you can choose from. <laughs> and so yes. the thing is, okay, so then like, but let's say, so then we got to talk about what your expertise is. So if your expertise is like, you know, let's say it's uh it's basketball, for example, and you're like, well, I'm going to reach everyone in sports. You're going to reach people like golf and tennis and baseball and football and soccer 
and that and whatnot. And so the thing is, what that does is then then you try to keep up with everyone and you keep up with no one at that point. So, you know, takeaway number one, obviously, is to find your niche. And here's the thing. You can always like you can start big. But the thing is, if you start small, it'll actually help you get bigger faster, I think. Are there any products you recommend for something like this, Marco? The Logitech C920, <laughs> classical for starters. So why is this and, important? Well, because it's a not expensive webcam. Okay. okay. It has an amazing image having in mind that uh, the price. Uh-huh. Okay. It fits, for instance, it's, you may say, oh, it's only 720. It's enough because, for instance, here in, on Amazon, you can only go 720, yeah. f- usually on Facebook as well. And the thing is, it's, it's, it doesn't make sense to buy a car, uh, a Ferrari, if uh-huh. you, you only have like uh, countryside roads, okay? If you don't have any highways, don't buy a Ferrari. It's a waste of money. Okay, so this is a great camera to start, and also the good, have in mind this, and I I like to to mention this, Christian as well, which is we are starting, and let's un- pretend that we spend one thousand dollars in a camera, and at the end of first live show, we think, oh my god, I don't like this uh, experience, I don't like this, this live streaming is not for me. What will you do with the camera? Will you sell it? Uh, somewhere else. <laughs> so have this in mind. This is a really good uh, camera. Uh, it's affordable. Okay. And it's a good way to start. So he- starting. And I started with this one. Okay. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it, it works after seven years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, and it's, yeah, go ahead, Marco. It's, it's really, it's plug and play. So you don't uh, get overwhelmed with uh, settings and these kind of things as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so, so we talk about finding your niche, like, so for example, if you're into tech and gadgets, for example, that's the same thing. If you're into like cameras, if cameras, your thing and audio is not focus on cameras, for example, you know, uh, as a live streamer, you know, the reason we talk about, like, we want to show this camera is because again, there's a sea of cameras out there. But the thing is, how do you narrow that down? You narrow it down by what your budget is and what, you know, what your budget is and also like what features do you need? And so the thing is when you're, you're trying to like, you know, build an audience, the camera you get, like you don't need to get the most expensive camera. For example, I'm going to bring this one up real quick. This is the, um, the Elgato, uh, face cam. It's a great camera as well. It's what double, triple, at least almost two times the price of, the, it will double, maybe even a little bit more of the Logitech yes. C920. So the thing is, focus on finding your niche, get yourself in the right group of people, and then level up your equipment. So for example, go from that Logitech C920, if you've never done live streaming, and consider getting this one next. And then how do you level up from there? You get a mirrorless DSLR or something like that. So the first one is going to be, again, find your niche. Make sure you're in the right place. You're, make sure you are fishing in the right place. Absolutely. Now, number two that we want to talk about to help you build an engaged live stream audience is to leverage trending topics. Now, I want to talk about this. uh, So this is super important because it's not about like what you know or what you want to necessarily talk about. You also have to leverage the topic side. 
And this is because this is what people are interested in. So if you make a video, like, like I'll give you a great example here. Um, if you make a video and like, it's like 10 years old, it could still drive traffic. Is that what your audience though is wanting to see? Chances are they're not, they're not interested in that. Right. And so what you want to do in order to help you build a community is you want to make sure you're leveraging trending topics. So like there are things like Google trends and you can go on Amazon, for example, you can check out the best selling products. For example, if you're like, well, what do I talk about on Amazon? Look at the best sellers and figure out what people are searching for, what they're buying so that you can be talking about it versus I'm going to talk about this item that may not be what's the word I'm looking for market like that may not be as popular because if you talk about something that's not as popular, you're not don't expect to get a lot of community going on that. So, yeah, indeed. <laughs> Marco, what do you think about this one about, you know, leveraging training topics? Yeah, I, I like to give the example even uh, more uh, peculiar, <laughs> which is let's uh, pre let's think that you want to start uh, making a live shows, uh, how to train a T-Rex, the dinosaur. Okay. Even though you could be the most knowledgeable guy on this topic. Uh-huh. If you if you study a lot, if you I don't know, it, well you you, you can't see uh, YouTube videos, but you made your things, you talk with archaeologists and everything, and you really know. Let's pretend that you really know how to train a T Rex to become like uh, sweet as a puppy. Does anyone will want to watch you? Because there's no point on that. Okay, nobody wants to train the T-Rex because there's no T-Rex. There's no uh, little on uh, uh, know how to train a T-Rex. Okay, so have this in mind. And I think this is, this is something that you should uh, think. Usually we listen to people, follow your passion, your passion, passion, passion. But it's good, okay. It's, you should talk about something that you love, something that makes your blood... Uh, Flow, but also have in mind uh, the the sweet spot between your passion and what the people are searching for. Okay, so this is important as well because sometimes our passion could be just our passion, and this won't bring food to the table. Okay, so uh, have this okay. in mind as well. Definitely, yeah. and Marco, do me a favor. I uh, I think we have something in the carousel on this, and I'm going to show people this. This is the Rocket Book, by the way. I want to show you all this. So when we're talking about training topics, we said, hey, you know what? You can go to Amazon and you can uh, be browsing like what the best sellers are. You can go on Google Trends. You can look up what's popular. You can listen to what's popular in the news or some of your favorite you know, talk shows or some of your favorite uh, uh, late night shows, for example. They usually highlight like kind of some something that might be trending, for example. And so what I like to do is I like to do this. I like to have one of these notebooks. This is the Rocket Book, by the way. You all hear me talk about this all of the time. <laughs> by the way, Rocket Book, if you're listening, uh, I'd love to talk with you guys about, you know, uh, about, you know, us checking more out, about checking out more of your products. But this is the Rocket Book. And basically, I use this. I take this with me everywhere. And so I have this one. I have a smaller one. And this is what I use when I'm out and about. And I want to jot some notes down. Sometimes I'm on my phone, but you know, here's the thing. You commit stuff to memory. If you write it down, you can also draw pictures on it, things like that as well. So if you get an idea, a burst of uh, energy, an idea on something, make sure you write it down. So this is the Rocketbook Fusion. Uh, this one's a, about $35. The great thing about this notebook, by the way, it is reusable. 
So you don't have to just like write up, you know, your ideas on one page. You can write them up. You take a, there's an app that it uses and it scans all of the stuff you put in here, whether it's uh, written or whether it's a drawing or anything like that. And then it digitizes it and puts it in your mobile device so you can search for it later. So we talk about leveraging trending topics. Obviously, like trending topics, super important because you want to make sure, you know, if you want to build an audience, you got to get your audience to tune in and they'll chances are they'll tune in if the information is relevant. So you want to at least have something that is current. It does not have to be the most current topic. So, you know, but it needs to be something that is going to be interesting to your audience. Okay. So Marco, let's go to number three, number three in terms of trending, to, uh, in terms of building an engaged live stream audience is about keeping a consistent schedule. Can you kind of elaborate on this one, Marco? Well, it's kind of, we all know that at that given time, it's time for news or at that given time, it's the Saturday night show or it's the the time for the soap opera, okay? Or the football game. So having this in mind and we are lazy you uh, beans. So if we know that uh, there's that time, that place, they are broadcasting there, we will tune in, okay? Building, we like habits, okay? Even some of them are not so good, but this one is good, okay? So have this in mind. Also, this will uh, stress you a little bit to have things ready and also to set a commitment commitment with your audience. And they love that, okay? Because if they see that you're committed, that you're there to help them at that given time, they will uh, recognize that and they will be following you. If you just do, I don't know, maybe one day and then you disappear and you appear uh, one <laughs> month later yeah. without uh, any advice or any notice, they won't be there for you. Absolutely. And so, Margaret, do me a favor. Let's. Ha- I-, I talked about having a notebook to write down like trending topics, but another way that you can keep that consistent schedule, there's a couple of things. So one of those is you actually setting a schedule. So for example, we do this show every single week. We, we do vary the times, but we do it at least once a week, sometimes twice, but we usually at least do once a week. And the thing is, we try to make, we make it up. It's not like we say, oh, we're going to try to do this next week. We do it next week. And so how do we do that? We put it on our schedule. We've got a calendar that Marco and I put together where we basically uh, come up with a topic and we put it down on the calendar. And you can digitize this calendar. But personally, I like to use something like this. I like to use a large dry erase wall calendar. This is something that, you know, this literally just sticks to your wall. And then once it's on your wall, you can, you know, put, you can color code it. You can put down whatever you have going on to make sure you don't forget about it. And yes, I still do the digital. So I put it on the calendar so I can see it in a specific color. And then I go digital with it. So that's on, you know, my calendar that it pops up. And so when we talk about keeping a consistent schedule, you know, the, the, it, it can't be like, oh, I'm going to live stream one, you know, every week. And then like, well, I missed a week or I missed, you know, oh, I'll just do it next week. You need to basically make a commitment with yourself. And that commitment is that you're going to do something when you say you're going to do it. So for example, if you're going to go live once a week, if that's what you've said to yourself, you're going to do that. How do you set yourself up for success? And that is to keep a consistent schedule. 
And this is important because then you'll see, you'll get people that are going to continue to tune in. And yes. it's the same thing. For example, I'm looking at our comments right now. We got Coffee Talk and Tech tuning in. We got Freedom Patriot Network tuning in. So we get some regulars that constantly come back. And that's because they know we're doing this every single week. <laughs> so for you to build an engaged audience, you need to be consistent with what you're doing when you are going live. We realize life happens and your audience does too, but it can't be a consistent thing because think of it like this. If you're constantly telling your audience, hey, I'm going to go live next week and then you don't and then you try it again the next week and the next week. And you're not and you're not making that you're breaking that promise with your audience. You know, um, Mark, I'll even give the example of if you said, hey, let's go live every single day. And like you and I, like we hit we some days we're there, some days we're not. It's <laughs> yes. hard to build a community because your community doesn't trust you at that point. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. What I would do if it were me is I would make sure I get that calendar. I'd write it up on the calendar, put it on your actual like digital calendar. And then the other thing I would do to keep that consistent schedule is don't overschedule yourself. If you can't keep, if you know like, hey, you know what? I'm super busy and I can't get on a live stream every single day. And you're saying, well, I want to do a live stream every day. That's not going to work. Let's start with once a week. Let's get the habit formed and then let's tackle additional shows or additional times. So number three to building an engaged live stream audience, keep a consistent schedule. This is, this helps your audience, helps them trust you. And so again, you want to make sure you're doing that. Okay. Marco. Another another thing about uh, really important about consistency in in a broader sense, Uh it's that you won't be able to improve if you're not being consistent. Okay. Okay. Because you you will uh, if you do a live show today and you will be making another one in two months, you won't remember what you did good or bad in the the, the prior to that show. So have this in mind as, as well. Uh, being consistent is also important for improvement. It's crucial, okay? Because if you don't do it often, if you don't commit on doing it and looking back, let's see what I did good, what I did not so good. Uh, you won't be able to improve. So having this in mind, being consistent, it's really crucial when you want to improve and become better in anything. It's everything, not just on live show streaming. No, absolutely. Absolutely. These are great points. Yeah. So again, consistency, super important to build an engaged audience. Cause again, you're building trust with your audience. Number four, engaging with your viewers before, during, and after the live stream. So as you can see, like we're doing, you can see, you can kind of hear me doing this. If you're listening to the podcast, you're going to hear me call out people that are on, you know, if they're on uh, YouTube, leave it a comment or, you know, over on Amazon, we've got Misha saying, Hey, nice live stream. This is engaging, for example. So it's engaging your viewers. Now, this doesn't mean that like your live stream needs to be overrun with, Oh, this is a great comment from so-and-so. And that's a great comment from so-and-so and a great comment here. You need to build it into your live stream. And so that's part of the equation. The other part, Marco, do me a favor, bring this one up in the carousel, actually, if you can. Um, so the other thing also you need to do to engage your viewers is to use something like this. It's a teleprompter. And basically what this does, this can serve a couple different functions. So you can use it to read the script. 
So that so if you've got a script you follow, great. But you know what you can also do with this? This is a DeskView T3, by the way. You can hook, you can, for example, like you, you'll probably see her on screen. You see how there's like an iPad or an iPhone, right? On screen. Mm-hmm. What you can also do with this is you could bring up the public view of your live stream so that you could actually see who all is commenting and bring that sort of thing up. Or you can watch your live stream. So it really depends on like, if you're like, oh, hey, you know what? I have Amazon and I've got YouTube going on. I got some other things going on. Um, you can use a teleprompter to help you do this. So it's not just a product for reading a script. It's something that, you know, if you, you literally just put another screen there, it'll mirror whatever you put there. So make sure you engage your viewers before, during, and after your live streams. Again, this helps them feel like they're part of your live stream versus actually just, you know, just watching. For example, like for those of you that are listening, you know, one way that I try to engage you all is I try to encourage you to go to launcher.live slash EP92, and that'll drive you back to actually watch the video where we're talking about this sort of thing. Is there anything else you want to add about engaging your viewers, Marco? Yeah, (laughs) a few things. (laughs) One thing, it's make your audience important, okay? We all love to be considered to be acknowledged and to make part of the game. Okay, if you call people for for their, uh, <laughs> for their name, if you uh, talk with them, we, if you put questions, it's important and people will feel part of the game. Also, you build trust. Okay, because if you engage, if you understand their problems, if you allow people to make some questions, which at the beginning may not be considered to the today's topic, this would be good as well. Also, it's, it's an amazing source of feedback, ideas, and everything. We talked about trending tropics, topics, not tropics. <laughs> thinking, <laughs> yeah. About, yeah. <laughs> thinking about vacations. So we talked about topics. If you have an engaged audience, they will send, throw uh, uh, questions, doubts, and uh, suggestions. And we can uh, take advantage of that as well. Okay. And also, I think it's really frustrating uh, when we are talking and nobody cares about us, nobody listens to us, nobody wants to interact with us. So this could be a nice, an amazing way to to build uh, this. Uh, oh, oh my God, I, I don't know the, the, the right English word, this uh, closeness uh, feeling. Okay, which is good. Yes, because for instance, live streaming is the best way to build this uh, feeling of being close to that person. Okay, because this this is this real time interaction. Okay, and if we uh, are here uh, creating even more uh, ways to to generate this feedback, this conversation, they will feel even more close. Look. He mentioned my name. He knows my name. And when we start and everything, we say, hello, how are you? And this kind of things, this will build this sense of community. People will feel appreciated. They will feel like they are important and they are. Uh, okay. So this is really important to, to have this um, approach to build community, make feel uh, people engaged. 
Definitely. Yeah, no, absolutely. And so that's number four to help build an engaged live stream audience. And again, I can't stress that one enough. I mean, I love Marco's comments about how, you know, highlighting the person during the chat or mentioning them by name. Again, it's, it's cool. It's kind of like almost like a pat on the back. Like, Hey, that's a real, like for starters, you don't need to go. Like if you get a lot of comments on your live streams, you don't need to go through every single comment. Yeah, absolutely. You want to highlight the best of the best. And that's where like, it's almost like, uh, it's almost like you're giving out a reward. You're saying, Hey, you know what? Oh, like for example, you saw me commenting and, and, and engaging with coffee, talk and tech because again, like, Oh, it was good information versus, <laughs> Oh yeah. They said, thank you. Or something like that. Like, let me just highlight that. No, you want to make sure you highlight a- again, the best of the best that you get coming in. You don't have to highlight everyone. Okay. So some other ways to build an engaged live stream audience. We talked about this at the beginning. I, I kind of wish I had a fishing rod that I could bring up as an example, Marco. But <laughs> I talked about streaming on the right platform. And this is like super, super, super important. Um, so f- fishing on the right platform is key, right? And so this is important because basically here's the thing. You could have the best show, you could have the best information, you could have the best equipment. It doesn't matter if you're not in the right place. It's almost like, uh, it's like, you know what? Everybody can go like, they want to go north, for example. However, if you're facing the wrong direction, you can go, you can still, you can go straight, but it's in the wrong direction. So it's taking you away from your target, for example. And so, you know, we, we talked about that a minute ago, like you're streaming on the right platform. For example, is Amazon Live where you need to be streaming at? Is you know, is it something that you need to be doing in addition to Facebook Live, for example, or YouTube Live or LinkedIn Live? Like, do you need to stream? You know, does a, a pre-recorded stream, for example, work better than a live stream? So you want to make sure you know, in order to build a community, you want to make sure you're in the right place. So, for example, if I'm a if I'm a, a crafter, for example, and I'm making things. I want to probably make sure I'm on the, I'm on Twitch, for example, or I'm on Amazon Live and I'm demonstrating something, for example. Is that audience going to be on LinkedIn? Probably not, right? So key thing here is to make sure you are streaming on the right platform. Again, this is going to help you uh, find the right community that you can reach. Is there anything else you want to add on this one, Marco? There's, there's a small joke here in Portugal, okay? Yep. Two two drunk guys were looking at 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 the the, the floor uh-huh. at night, and then uh, a policeman approached. What, what are you doing here? What are you looking for? Well, we we lost our key, and we can't go home because we lost the key. And did you lost he- the key here? No, no, we lost the key over there. And so why why you're not looking at the key over there? Because there's no light there. And this is kind of we see uh, on these days often, which is people following the next shiny object in the in the sky, like TikToks and everything, and they forget where their audience is. Okay, so if you want to find the key, look in the right place. If there's no light there, bro, you can take the light over there. 
Okay, don't just go because, oh, no, no, now you should go to TikTok. Now you should go to Instagram. Is your audience there? Okay, and also, does the platform resonate with your tone? Okay, because, for instance, if you go to Instagram with a tie and a, a jacket, I, I'm pretty sure that nobody will connect with you. Okay, so have this in mind as well. Don't just go to things that are the shiny object because you 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 saw someone saying he, he should be there <laughs> no matter what he should be there okay go f search for the key in the right place absolutely and that's an excellent point by the way marco excellent point about streaming on the right platform making sure you're in the right place because again that's the other thing it's already hard enough getting people to tune in for example and so it's already hard getting them to tune in. So you're making it harder on yourself if you're also fishing in the wrong place. So yeah. you want to make sure that you spend, you know, and, and how do you go about finding the right platforms? It's very simple. Look at your analytics, talk to your audience, network with people, look at your live streams, look at after the live stream, look at the live stream and say, okay, where did I get the most viewers? So for example, if Facebook was not where you were getting the live streams, then you could stream there, but don't, don't assume that, well, that's going to be the place that I need to stream every week. Yeah, I can, I can stream there, but it's not where I want to put my focus at. So my focus might be YouTube, for example. So um, again, or it could be Amazon live. It really depends on where you're getting the most views. For example, I feel like I get a ton of views on Amazon live. And so Amazon live is my focus, at least to stream there to start. Okay. So that's number five about streaming on the right platform. So obviously, again, you want to build a community, make sure you're, you're where the audience is at. So, um, I'll give you like one last example. If you want to, I, I give you the fishing analogy, but like if you're a business and you're online, for example, you got to remember your customers are not just online. They're online, but they're also offline. And so that needs to be potentially part of your marketing strategy, which is, if you're going to stream, maybe you stream, you're streaming online, but then how do you bring those outside people that don't know your business, that don't know you online, then you need to talk up your business offline, talk it up to people. You need to go to some physical networking events. If those are available in your area, you need to, you know, I'm not saying you should do this, but you could create like merch that promotes your live stream. You could have a t-shirt or some hats or things like that, or business cards. You know, you go to physical events and you do the online events. And the great thing is then um, it helps so that when you are streaming, uh, you find out where people would want to watch from. And then you try to stream there and look at your numbers. So number six, we're going to talk about incentivizing your, your viewers. Now, obviously, you don't need to give your viewers like if you've got all the money. Great. You know, you could give your, <laughs> you could give your audience something away or give something away to your audience. But it doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm going to give them. You know, oh, I'm going to give everyone $5, for example. You know, if you've got like five bucks to just throw away and just give to plenty of people, great. But there are other ways to incentivize your viewers. And that's, you know, with the information you're giving them, uh, that's with uh, a download. Maybe you give them a digital download that doesn't cost you anything except just your time to create it. Maybe you create a piece of, you know, if you're in design, maybe you give them a piece of artwork that, that you make, you know, once a month, for example or you could do one per episode. So you want to make sure you are incentivizing 
your viewers. Now, uh, the other thing with that, I'm going to bring this up, Marco, and you have one of these to demonstrate, but like yep. other ways you can incentivize your viewers. So for example, if you are on YouTube, YouTube has their super chat feature on Amazon. You know, again, I can't highlight somebody's comment, but I can mention it. So um, what I can do at this point is there's a feature it's called, or there's a tool it's called stream deck. And this is, this is a tool that it's not just about pushing a button and making it, you know, bring up a camera angle or a website or things like that. You can use it, for example, to bring up a super chat on YouTube. You can use it to bring up a tweet that's, you know, to send a tweet to somebody. So anything else you want to add on this one, Marco, the, about the stream deck, like how can it be used to help incentivize viewers? Well, I, I, for instance, uh, when when uh, I get a new subscriber, a new follower on Amazon, or someone arrives, I just play <laughs> this sound, <laughs> <laughs> and I think this could be a nice. And for instance, if you have the lights from other platforms, this could be a nice way also to uh, lights from Elgato as well. You can integrate and make a game of lights uh, flashing or something when someone arrives and they see, oh my God, what is this? And this could be a nice way to to bring some joy. And we like to have entertaining experiences. So this could be also a nice way to improve our our thing. Also, you can bring, if you, if you integrate this with vMix or OBS, you can integrate uh, GIFs, um, in, like uh, acknowledging people and uh, thank you and this kind of things, which could be a nice way to, to make uh, viewers to engage even more, which is good. Also, also what you can do, for instance, uh, you can bring, you can feature your best uh, viewers. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. On your shows, uh, kind of uh, recognition, like for instance, you're, you're on a business uh, consultant and yeah. you, at the end of the month, who is the, the best viewer, which, which is the, 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 the most engaged viewer. You can feature him in a show or her, of course, and this could be a nice way to incentivize them as well, or uh, giving a free consultant and this kind of things as well, which could work to to make them more engaged so can you do me a favor can we demo your stream deck a little bit just to kind of show people what it looks like yes yes we can i think it awesome it, so we're gonna also, cut to marco marco's gonna bring up a camera and show you all his okay stream there deck. we go so this is my desk here is stream deck i have here my cameras okay and i i have some single angles okay like this this i think let me see if it's working yes it is this is not, but this is okay. I have these combined cameras. Okay. So I don't know what's okay. I have this surveillance mode as well. Okay. Which That's could be cool. good yeah. as well to, to show people uh, the, the, the backstages. Okay. okay. Yeah, this, nice. And this one. Okay. So also I have here and I have, five main options here. One is scenes. The, then I have sound effects. Uh -huh. For instance, this one, yeah. I like, I, for oh. instance, I, and this is true. I brought this Chewbacca song so, sound because yeah. there was uh, someone 
in my Friday's show that loves Chewbacca. So I wrote this yeah. song just for him, okay? And every time he enters the room, he gets Chewbacca, okay? So this is a nice way. Also, I got this retro sounds like this MSN <laughs> income message. <laughs> so this is a nice way as well, okay? And um, background music, these kind of things. And this is really easy to, to set. So I think you could uh, make nice things with this to, yeah. to engage your audience even more. Exactly. Because one, yeah. one of the things I, I think it's important and it, this will put us back to the, the thing of consistency and commitment As a viewer, I don't like to look to a, a live show today and it looks exactly the same it looked six years ago. Uh -huh. Well, six years ago, no, because yeah. at six years old, not so many people were doing live shows, but uh, two years ago. Okay, so this kind of surprising thing, it's also important to bring people and to engage people uh, in your live shows. Absolutely, yeah, and so again, If you are going to engage in, we, we talk about engagement as like number four, engaging with your viewers, but engaging with them as well, whether, you know, if they give you a super chat, for example, make sure you are. So for example, they may incentivize you because they like what you're doing. So they may give you money, for example, or they're on Twitch and they may send something your way as well. Uh, but it's also engaging with them back. So don't just like take it and be like, okay, great. Thank them, for example. Thank them when you get a new subscriber, for example. You can bring that up with the stream deck, by the way. So you can bring all these things in to your live streams to make them uh, more exciting. So remember, it doesn't always have to be monetary. So keep that in yeah. mind. Okay, so let's talk about number seven real quick here, Marco. And I think you got some books that we want to talk about, right? So number seven is collaborating with others. And so what we mean by this is, For those of you who want to build an engaged live stream audience, an easier way to do this, for example, let's just say Mark, say it was just me on screen doing this. This would not be very exciting, right? It'd be pretty boring. So how do I go about building an audience? The next thing I would do is I want to collaborate with people. In this case, Marco and I are collaborating together on this live stream. So we're collaborating because, hey, we both love tech. We like to talk about, we like live streaming. And so we're collaborating, for example. So Marco and I are networking. So then, and for example, Marco and I were talking beforehand and Marco was like, hey, you know, I've got, he has somebody he wants to put me in touch with. So for example, <laughs> now Marco and I are working together. Marco is making recommendations for me. I might say, hey, Marco, I got something else. I got another person that I might be able to recommend you to, for example, in his location. So then therefore we're both incentivizing one another, but we're also collaborating together as well on things. Um, Marco then might say, well, hey, I got a project I want to work on with you. And so again, this is a way for us to both let our own expertise show, but also to help us build an engaged audience because the more people that see us, the more chances are that you're going to be a magnet. You're going to bring them to yourself. So Marco, I know you have some books you want to talk about here. Can you kind of tell me which ones you want to start with? I think this one should... It's also a must-have book, okay. influenced by Robert Cialdini, okay? And please don't uh, think uh, 
about manipulating people. I don't like that uh, perspective and approach. Okay. okay. Yeah. What I like, it's uh, a right way to do the right things. Okay. And sometimes we lose opportunities because we don't just know how to ask them. Okay. And how to build a context which will help us to get a yes. And this is the right book for you to understand how to be better, uh, creating the right context to get the yes as an answer. Okay. It talks about, and this could be useful for uh, a job interview, for uh, sales, uh, everything. And also this is important when we talk about live streaming. Okay. Because we want our audience to interact. We want your, our audience to tune in. We uh, want our audience to get back in the next show to become customers as well. So this could be a nice option to understand how persuasion works. Okay. And now we can at some point influence people to do what we want them to do in a, in the, in a legal way and ethical way, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and I think that's a, I think this is a really good point. I mean, again, talk about collaborating with other people. Um, we talked about also, you know, making sure that like you're working together, you know, like you're not using it maliciously. So I think that's super important. Is there anything else you want to talk about in terms of like, um, collaborations, Marco? Well, I, I live in a country where collaboration, it's, uh, a nice word, but not a nice action. If okay. you know, what I mean. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I love, I love collaboration because, uh, I've learned a lot since I started these collaboration shows I made. Okay. Uh -huh. And also it's good because for instance, when you collaborate with other person, you have the opportunity to have their audience in front of you. And also that person has the opportunity to have your audience in front of them, mm -hmm. which some of these people they match, for instance, your a guest audience or your collaborator audience. I'm pretty sure that most of them match your ideal customer, your ideal uh, viewer. Uh -huh. So this is a nice way to, to understand. Also, this can bring synergies. Okay. For instance, there are some topics and uh, that, that this was one of the main reasons I started doing interviews was I can't cover everything. I can't be the uh, expert in everything like the Swiss army knife. Okay. So that, that's why I brought persons from other uh, fields of knowledge, other countries, because this will give more uh, richness to the, the broadcast. Okay. And yep. also we are talking about ideas. Usually here we like to say two heads think better than just one. Okay, so have this in mind as well, because collaboration, it's key to bring audience to build a community because there's much things that may happen. And don't, please don't think, oh, I won't, I'm not bringing my competitors to my shows because they will steal <laughs> my customers. <laughs> so, so how does somebody handle that? Like, so for example, you and I, like, we're not competitors, I guess, right? Like we're not really competitors, yes. but we both like, we like live streaming. So like, I guess, I guess for me, when I think of like, you know, if you do work with a competitor, I think part of there's a combination. I think one thing you need to look at is that it challenges you. So for example, you may realize you're not actually good at what you do. 
And so your competitor may push you to be a competitor or sorry, to be more competitive. Like, absolutely. Like we'll use like a, let's use, we're going to use sports as an example. So like, for example, you had, um, like for example, okay. So you got like LeBron James. So like basketball player, right? And so he plays a certain way and then you might have Kevin Durant and people, a lot of people will say like, Oh, well, Kevin's a better player or Kobe's a better player or LeBron's a better player. Right. The thing is, if it was just one player and no one was there to like push them, they would probably stagnate. So the thing is you want to collaborate with people, but you also want to be ethical, ethical about it too. You don't want to just say, Oh, well, yeah, I'm going to have Marco's going to come on and Marco's going to start, you know, and Marco decides, hey, he's going to start promoting all his own stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's almost like a written like code of ethics sort of. That yes, 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 absolutely. Marco is not going to come on my stream and just say, hey, I'm Marco. I do da da da. Like he's not just going to start like taking over my stream, and vice versa. So, uh, or, or like I had once. Uh, yeah. Oh, if you want to know more about this, just type this, 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 and you will have the information there. You can buy this book, or you can buy this yep. course, or you can buy this address to my event. <laughs> yeah, I, absolutely. So, collaboration is super key. Now, you're probably wondering, okay, well, you may know some of your competitors, right? Or you may know some of the people that are in the same field as you. Maybe you both don't talk about things exactly the same way. Maybe somebody's B2B versus B2C. Yeah. So a great book, by the way, on helping you become more collaborative is Super Fans by uh, Pat Flynn, friend of mine. And so Pat Flynn, like Pat's like an awesome guy, by the way. And he like he's super personable, super friendly. He writes some really great content and he writes some great books as well. And the thing is, if you ever saw him, like he's super approachable. That's the other thing. So like you know, great person to like get to know. And so he wrote this book about super fans and it's all about growing your tribe and building a successful business. And the thing is it's about, so like, for example, if you know people, then go make your connections that way. But if you don't, why don't you look internally on who you can collaborate with? So this is his book. I have it actually, I don't have it actually right here in front of me. Uh, It's on my bookshelf, but it's a great book to teach you about ways to identify who your super fans are because your super fans can become people that you collaborate with. So for example, uh, this show, we talk about live streaming. If you've got other people that like also talk about live streaming, I can collaborate with them on certain things. They could come on as a guest, for example, they could be a, a customer of mine. And instead of just keeping them on that customer level, I could also elevate them to partner level, for example, to where then I work with them and they want to collaborate with me and I want to collaborate with them on other things. So you want to look internally and tap into what all you do. By the way, uh, just a quick uh, thanks to all the people that are tuning in. Our uh, friend Coffee Talking Tech, uh, I'll see you on Saturday. I think we're doing a, a show on Saturday. And so it'd be good to see you there. See ya. <laughs> um, but collaborate with other people. Great thing to do if you want to Again, grow faster, build it. So, you know, you've gone outside your own, you've got your hit your circle and your, your own, if you've got a small circle, you're hitting the edges. How do you go about doing that? Collaborate with other people. So then we take one circle, we take another one, we do some overlap. And then in the middle is where you can then take that collaboration and then help build your community. Cause there will be people that will go follow other people as you're collaborating with more with others. Yeah. Okay. So the last way to help you build an engaged live stream audience is to promote your live streams. 
I'm going to go back to like, we talked about that calendar. Um, Margaret, let's do this. Let's bring up that. Let's bring up the book. Ask. And this is by uh, uh, Ryan Levesque. And, and I'm going to use the title as the example here. So if you want to build an audience, you need to be asking your audience to share your content, to subscribe to your channel. So for example, I'll use, do it right now. If you're watching us on Amazon Live, do us a favor and hit that follow button. We want, you know, This way you don't miss every single show that we do or you don't miss the shows we do every week. If you're on your favorite podcast player, we'd love it if you left a review. And if you're on YouTube watching, we'd love it if you click that subscribe button so that you get notified. So there's different ways to promote your live streams. One of those is, you know, obviously word of mouth, kind of what, or it's kind of what I'm doing right now. I'm giving you a verbal cue of an action I want you to take. I'm asking you to do something versus also to promote your show. You got an email list, build up an email list to where you can promote your live show to your viewers that have subscribed to your newsletter. Another way to promote your live stream, talk about on your social media channels, taking a step back. We just talked about number seven, collaborating with others. So Marco and I are talking (laughs) about collaboration. Every time that we do a live stream, I also send Marco the link and say, Hey Marco, here's the public link to the live stream. Can you do me a favor? Can you share this out? Again, it's collaborating, but it's also making sure you're promoting because if you don't promote it, you're going to still stay stuck on that number of not getting a lot of people to tune in. And so this is Ryan's book. It's called Ask, the counterintuitive online method to discover exactly what your customers want to buy, create a massive raving fans, and take any business to the next level. Again, you want to grow. You've got to ask your audience. you got to ask them to follow you. Don't assume that just because you went live, they're going to know, you know what, Christian's thinking... Hey, he needs, I need to go, uh, he wants me to go follow him or he wants me to go subscribe to him on certain channels. Is there anything else you want to, what do you want to add to this one, Marco? Well, uh, one of the things which is really important is to give the right reason for people to follow you. Yeah. Okay. And also this uh, cross uh, promotion uh, through your different platforms, it's also important. And again, before, during, and after, okay? And also this is good uh, to reuse your content. Usually live stream content, it's, uh, it's, oh my God, uh, long form content, okay? So you can slice it and uh, distribute in in short Nuggets of video, for instance, or uh, audio, or just a kind of a print screen and with a quotation or something. And this could be a nice way to promote your next live stream. Uh, one of the things I, I like to say is the best way to promote what you're doing next, it's what you did before. Or uh, So uh, having this in mind, share that uh, small nugget and people, oh, I like this. I want to to join. And please have in mind, put on description a way for people to find the next live show or uh, where they, they can find you. It's really important. Don't assume that people will do their work of researching and uh, go to Google, find you but because they won't. Okay. Yeah. All of us, we are overwhelmed. We don't have time. We are some somehow lazy. So make 
things easy for people to find you and to tune in with you. Absolutely. Yeah. And again, I mean, you have to, you have to be promoting and talking up your live streams. Don't be afraid to do it. That's the other thing. A lot of people are afraid to talk up their live streams. They're, they're afraid to tell people, oh, well, it's, it, it's not this yeah. secret. That's the other thing. I'm it's annoying not, people. <laughs> it's not a secret. So, you know, if you want to build an audience, you have to talk it up. You have to tell people about it. Now you don't have to like do it in, incessantly. Like, you know, during the live stream, like, oh, you know, uh, go, go promote us, go promote us, go promote us. Like, but you need to make it part of your strategy. <laughs> Again, it's not a secret that you're doing a live stream. And if you're like, well, why am I not getting people to tune in? Chances are you're not promoting it. And I guarantee you try it. Like maybe, you know, let's start with like one thing. Okay. So let's take every single week. You're going to go live. This is the whole point of the social media platforms, by the way, it's to use it to help market your business, to get it out there. So you want to make sure you use it as a promotional channel. So if you have a business account, use it to promote the things you're doing in your business and make sure you talk about it. So again, if you don't do it, don't expect to build an audience there because you're going to get the same people tuning in. Well, if you're constantly getting the same people tuning in, going back to what you said, Marco, keeping the same style and things like that for like 10 years, change it up. Try something a little bit different. It doesn't have to be a drastic change. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to promote it. Like I'm all of a sudden going to go from zero to like 60. Instead, maybe the first thing I do is, you know what? If I've got an email list, let me just send an email. Hey guys, just to let you know, I have a live stream coming up on some such topic about some such topic. Would love it if you tuned in. Start there. Then see how that works. Do it for a while, a month maybe. Add in other promotional tactics. If you've got a co-host on, Make sure you tell your co-host, hey, you know, I'd love it if you shared. That's the second easy ask. You want people to subscribe. You're not doing it during the live stream. Just mention it. Hey, would love it if you subscribe or follow. So again, you got to promote your live streams if you want to build an audience there. Is there anything else you want to add to this one, Marco? Well, you you can ask those to those more uh, engaged uh, audience to, to help you as well with this. Okay, because one of the things they, they may they may have is they know other people who with the same interest as them. Yeah. Okay, so they could can work like ambassadors of you, these people who are talking about you, evangelists. Okay. So yeah. have this in mind as well. Give their them reasons to help you with the promotion as well, because some of them. W- can do that properly, but please don't make as I see here in Portugal, which is okay. For those people who share more my live show, they will get something. And the thing is you see crazy people like sharing everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> and this, this could work in the opposite side than, than y- y- you want. Okay. Have this in mind as well. Don't because this could be a, a tricky thing. There's a, a, a thin line between the reasonable and the s- stupid, if you don't mind, because if you just, just give a reason based on um, a reward. Okay. If, if you share lots, I, I will give you something. This could be a, a not good for you. But if you ask people to share based on this, Content could be relevant to someone that you may might know. Uh-huh. This could be a nice way to to increase 
your uh, reach. Definitely. Love, uh, love that, by the way. On that note, I think we're going to wrap things up, but I do want to, I want to just do a quick recap here. So we talked about eight ways to build a live stream audience. We talked about the importance of community. Community is key as a business owner. The more people that you, it's not about the more people you, it's not like trying to reach a lot of people. It's about reaching the right people. So you want to build a community of like-minded individuals, people that share the same values as you or love talking about the same topic. So for example, we talk about live streaming. Our goal is to reach live streamers. We want live streamers to check out the podcast. So for example, if you know anyone who wants to get started in live streaming or they're already doing it, bring them here. We want to, we want to talk to them. You know, we want to, you know, hear from them, like have them share some of their own tips. Uh, but a quick recap, by the way, so about building a live stream audience. Uh, first off, you want to focus on a niche. Don't try to reach everyone. Next, you want to leverage trending topics. They don't have to be the main thing, but focus on some trending topics. You also want to be consistent with how often you go live. Make sure you engage your audience during your live streams. So don't just like let them leave comments and you forget about them and never answer them. Uh, another thing <laughs> is make sure you live stream on the right platforms. Because again, you want to make sure you're fishing in the right place where your audience spends their time. It's going to help you build that community a little bit faster. Uh, number six was uh, incentivizing viewers. It's not about giving them um, something physical or giving them money. It could be, it could be money, but it also could be a digital download. It could be information, but incentivizing them enough to keep them tuning into your live streams. And then also we talked about like Marco and I here, like we build collaborations, we work together on things. And then also we talked about promoting your live stream. Super important. Again, doing these things will help you start to build a community and you don't have to have, you know, if you have no followers right now, for example, you have nobody viewing your live streams, then maybe you need to hit that promotional strategy a lot harder. You know, you need to really focus on picking the right platform to be streaming to, such as Amazon live, for example. So, uh, with that, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Marco, it's been absolutely fantastic. Episode 92 <laughs> of the Launcher Live show, also available as a podcast on Amazon, uh, also on Apple, Spotify, Google, and much more. But with that, I want to thank everyone for tuning in. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks a lot, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs> We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.